Mornings with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. The podcast. It's Friday, and uh, it's going to be a pretty nice day and a really nice weekend. 23 today, 23 tomorrow, 25 on Sunday, 28 by Monday, and uh, peaking up around the 30 mark Whoa. into next week. Hey, you want to reach out to us anytime, 762-555. Appreciate the uh, text message there, 893 uh, TJ Turnbull, have a great day. Have a great weekend. Thank you. We certainly do you. appreciate you. Um, I'll tell you, you can call me TJ, the Pfizer satisfizer vaccination sensation. I love a joke and I got the poke. Uh, man, <laughs> yesterday I got that Pfizer diesel heavy hitter running through these veins, baby. Yeah. Did you, uh, you dress up for the occasion? Yesterday? Yeah. Why? Well, because your hair looks pretty good on that selfie you posted. I gotta oh, say. Thank you. You know, I actually had a yeah. I had a couple people slide into my DMs like, hey man, I thought you were way uglier than that. <laughs> no, it's the mask. The mask takes years off my face. It actually t- yeah, it takes my face out of the equation. Yeah. Um so I, I go to the Leela soccer complex yesterday. Okay. And I got to say, man, uh, what a beautiful facility, A. And, and even when people aren't getting poked for, for a deadly virus yeah. um, or whatever, like, I just thought that that complex is so impressive. You walk in there and it's like, it feels like you're, I don't know, man. I felt like I was going to a college football game in North okay. Dakota. I haven't been there in years. It's been a few years. Yeah, yeah it's it. really nice. And, and, you know, everybody working there, very kind, and, and they got their questions, and they just shuffle you along. Yeah. That's kind of the one thing that I'm gathering from everybody, that, you know, everything is, is very organized. You know, we're doing like 12,000 vaccinations a day, and, and I believe the, the one guy I was talking to there yesterday said that they're going to do uh, almost 3,000 at yeah. that one super site in particular. Well, it's good that it's organized now because when they first rolled this out, don't forget. Remember, everybody was uh, all the old people were t- it was taking them like three, three, four hours to even uh, get right. through the lineups and stuff like that, right? At the because they're old, but <laughs> just so obviously they've uh, they figured it out and things go a lot smoother now. But uh, yeah, they yeah. know what they're doing. No, I'm yeah. I'm just glad that uh, people are out getting it. Um, pretty good vibe in the air too. Everybody was yeah. kind of like, hey, oh no, here you go ahead. Oh, hey, oh, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, oh, positive. here I'll step yeah. back. Yeah, everyone's yeah. you know. Because I, th- I think we're all sort of trying to do the right thing here. And, and that's, you know, that's what it is for me. Not that I'm worried about, you know, contracting it, this, this coronavirus or anything. Like, I'm not, like, stressing about it. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, this is going to help me protect other people. Exactly. And you know what? At I, the end of the day, the more people who get vaccinated, the better it is for our society at this point. I got a message from this guy, Chris Oppenheim. You know this dude? Opie. Opie, yeah. Opie, he works for uh, Old Dutch. Okay, so, so the guy hooked us up. With yeah, the chips? yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Chip guy. All right. So chip guy messaged me. He's like, "Hey, which which uh, which vaccine you getting?" And I said, "I'm getting the Pfizer, Pfizer diesel." And he's like, "Man, he's like, I hope uh, I hope it goes better for you than it did for me." And I just start freaking out a little bit. I was like, "What? Why? What happened?" He's like, "Man, I got the scoots real bad." And I was like, "Dude, I've been training for this my whole <laughs> life." I got the I got the scoots. Yeah. Like, did you think Pfizer? This thing will actually probably help me clog things up down there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This thing ain't gonna make me go yeah. through the eye of a needle. He's like, oh man. He's like, I just had a bedpan. He's like, I just took Aww. a bucket to bed, and he's like, man, that's sco- the first time I heard that anybody got that scoots as a side effect. Yeah. Well, and then um, my other buddy called me. I don't know if it was like people trying to mess with me yesterday <laughs> before I went, but my buddy Betty calls up, and he's like. Hey, he's like, you're not gonna believe this. I'm just coming from getting uh, getting the jab, and I was like, yeah, how was it? He's like, man, he's like, it was fine, like whatever. He's like, I was smoking my weed pan out in the out in the parking lot. And he's like, man, he's like, this chick was all like jittery and like scared as as he was going in. He's like, I was all chill and whatever. He goes and he sits down, and and this chick who they basically gone through the process together, yeah, yeah, right. You know when you're at an airport and you go through like the security line and you keep seeing the, the same, same person, people, yeah. So yeah. he sees her again, and she's kind of sitting across from him. 
And I guess uh, she was really nervous for the needle and was going like, oh, oh, and was so all shaking. Some and people stuff. hate needles. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Scary needles. I mean, it was in and out so quick. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I know a thing or two about that. And I'm like, man, this one and done. Um, but this this vaccination, I guess, as it went into her arm and they, they're like, okay, you're done. She's like, started like fainting. What? And like he looked over and she was like face kind of chin, you know, head in the chin sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. And then and then they're like, oh, my gosh. And they go to take her to that little room that they've got at the back for like the one person that like faints. Right. And she had pissed herself. Oh, no. That's what he said. Really? I don't I can't. I can't. I mean, maybe he was trying I'm to very, freak me out because he told me to pee myself <laughs> and freak everyone else out. He's like, man, he's like, I saw this chick do it. Freaked out the whole room. <laughs> Thousand people in there. It's a great comedy bit. Yeah, it's a good bit. That's really going the extra mile for the bit, man. Just piss yourself. Everyone's like, oh my God. Everyone waiting in line to go get this thing. It's like when Doug Ford got jabbed, remember? He was like, he didn't pass out or whatever. Yeah, that was a good bit. That worked out really well for Doug Ford. I think it's going to help with his reelection in Ontario. Yeah, I was uh, scrolling through Twitter last night and I noticed uh, Rage Against the Machine was trending. So wow. I, yeah, I wanted to click on that and see, like, because you never know, right? When a celebrity, a band, something is trending, like, it could be bad news. You never well, know what's going on, right? Rage Against the Machine was supposed to play here May, end of May of two years ago. <laughs> and then <laughs> Jeez, that's a and it was supposed back. to be June of this year. Well, yeah. no, sorry. It was last year. It would have been one year ago this May 25th. Right. Right. That's yeah. what I'm getting at. But, the, but this year, it's not going to happen in June, so now they're not going to come back till I think it's May of next year. Next that's year. What, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a really long ways off. And, and Rage Against the Machine, obviously, I mean, the name of their band is Rage <laughs> Against the Machine. They're very political. So that's the thing. Like, I, I mean, I was I was pretty young when I found when I you know was told or or learned that Rage Against the Machine was was a political band. Like their their songs are very politically driven. Like you said, they're called Rage Against the Machine. It is a very politically driven band. These guys have literally had had shows where they have you know a big sign in the back behind them that says Nazi lives don't matter. Like these guys are pretty much as political as you can get, and they uh, there's a big obviously big conflict going on in uh, like Israel right now in Palestine and uh, Rage Against the Machine, one of the you know the the groups that has spoken up in support of the Palestinians, and man did people get upset saying that ugh, Rage Against the Machine this is you're being too political I'm not going to listen to your music anymore okay I'm not going to listen to your music anymore because you're too political Rage Against the Machine. Mm-hmm. Too political. Like, what were you? What did you think was going on all these years with Rage? Well, these are just people that are on on Twitter, and they they just have no clue. These aren't fans of the band. Because if you're a fan of the band, and you go back to the Battle of Los Angeles in the early '90s when that came out, I mean, it's really their 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 follow up album to that, Evil Empire. I mean, it, it's it's really every single one of their songs is about rallying. It is like a war cry. Yes. It is about standing up, power yes. to the people. Like, I don't think there's a single one that's not. I, I, truly, they're not singing about sunshine and rainbows here. They're talking about real things. Um, I listen to Tom Morello. He does, uh, it's not a podcast, but he does a show. And man, he is one of the most, I actually listened to him on Stern not that long ago. He is one of the most interesting cats in music, but just one of the most interesting guys. Yeah. Very, very intelligent. And uh, his story is just incredible. And it was so great last year. And they're my favorite band. I mean, you know, there's there's no doubt about that. I've been a, a Rage Against the Machine fan. Not that I'm a, a super political guy, even. No, but uh, and you don't have to be just because you're a fan of them, right? But you yeah. do have to understand if you're going to, you know, like their music and you're going to, uh, you know, enjoy them as a band, you have to kind of understand at least what they stand for and why they do the things they do. 
Yeah, I was, right? I was just so I was just so uh, happy when the, when they came back uh, with Zach fronting the band because you know when they tried to do the Prophets of Rage thing, it was great. Like I love that incarnation. I love the Audio Slave stuff, obviously with yeah. Cornell fronting the band. Yeah. But there's something about Zach's um, screamy, sort of angsty voice and sure. and his passion um, that I just I mean I I absolutely love. Um, man, I I don't know like anybody that's gonna front on rage against the machine can go pound sand it's just hilarious like people so embarrassing thought, people thought that like this song bulls on parade yeah what do they think it was about literally bulls being yeah. on parade. killing in the name of uh like, testify yeah oh man what are these guys singing about yeah like literally all about revolutionary political views every single song and they're oh, right about man. what's going on in the middle east right sure. now too Hey, so uh, Greyhound, the bus line. This may shock you, but they were still a thing. <laughs> People still rode the Greyhound bus in the last 20 years. Why? I don't know. I mean, you hear stories of some people that are just afraid to fly. And yeah, in a car. I'd assume it's a lot cheaper, obviously, right? Yeah, but even what, as what gas is- went up, like it, it wasn't necessarily super, super cheap. Obviously cheaper, but once discounted airlines started coming in too, even when WestJet launched in like 96, that put a put a dent and a wrench into, because there was Greyhound and there was Grey Goose. Right. And uh, I remember it. And I remember riding the bus to my grandparents' place in Nipwa. And it would take like five hours to get there because you would stop, you would stop in Eli and then you would stop in Portage La Prairie and then you would stop uh, in Carberry. And then you would like, it was just, it was insane how long it would take to get from town to town. And, and you would ride it. Like if you went to Calgary or something, it would be like a hundred, hundred bucks or something like that. And then WestJet came along and then it was like 125 bucks. And you're like, well, I can be there in two hours. Right. Um, So Greyhound yesterday announcing that they are going to uh, cease operations, ending all routes, uh, Greyhound Canada, basically just um, donezo. You got to think that ridership has gone down over the years, like especially over the last few years. So much, right? Man. Like, I mean, pandemic obviously probably put a put a hit on them as well. But even before the pandemic, you got to think that ridership was down. Oh, for right? many reasons, yeah. many reasons. The time, you know, obviously the bad PR that they got back, uh, you know, probably 12 years ago, the very unfortunate incident. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you, it's just it's not a very great way to travel. It really, it was not, the, the comfort was not there. You know, you, you get stuck at the back of the bus. I used to ride it a lot, honestly, and this is why I say that. I used to ride a lot of buses, whether it was playing hockey or, or you know, traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, I rode the Greyhound. Okay, so I, I got traded. This is so stupid. I got traded uh, to, like, northern Ontario, to, like, uh, this town called Iroquois Falls, outside Timmins. Okay. So I got traded. They, they pay for my bus ticket. So, nice I, so I go from Winkler. To Winnipeg okay. on the Greyhound because I didn't have a car. I was like 17, 18. And I go, Win- Winnipeg to Thunder Bay. Huge day. Keep going. Day. <laughs> so then I, then I go to Thunder Bay to Sault Ste. Marie. Actually, I, you know, I might have joined the uh, Highway 17 Club. Oh, hello. You know, yeah, like, you know, yeah, you, know you, meet, you meet other people, sure. like, like, <laughs> like-minded tourists. <laughs> right? Is this all the same stretch? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so it's so all one day. All one like day. all over, but over right. the course of an entire, it was, I think it was 39 hours. Oh, man. So Winnipeg, Thunder Bay, Thunder Bay, Sault Ste. Marie, Sault Ste. Marie to Hearst, to Kapiskazing, to Timmins, to Iroquois Falls. Wow. Dude, it, it, like it was That's the trek. Yeah, and there are people that that back in the day, anyway, would do 
Greyhound treks. Like, like would actually plan to buy a Greyhound ticket and do it. Yeah. The only time I ever took bus like was would be for like a school trip or something like that. And I think the longest we went was Edmonton. Winnipeg to Edmonton. So it was, you know, a full day of traveling, but you're you're in high school, you're in high school. You're not so stopping your every you're town. Stopping. Exactly. You're not stopping. You're doing one big stretch. Oh man, sketchy people on there like all the time. Look at this uh texture. Uh and, and by the way, if you've ever ridden the Greyhound bus, if you've ever gone really far, would love to hear your experiences. I'm sure there's some crazy stories. Uh you can leave us a message on the bone phone, seven eighty bone, seven eighty twenty six sixty three, or texter four five six said three years ago I took the Greyhound from Thompson to Winnipeg. Terrible experience. Well, I mean, you gotta think. You get you're taking it from Thompson, so you're stopping in, in what, like Fisher Brand? You would stop, obviously, Asher and Ericsdale, uh, what, Lundar, like, but but even north of that, you got, like, Grand Rapids, Moosehorn, like, you, you, there's got to be 15 stops. And so the reason they're stopping is because they're picking people up? Is that it? Or obviously you're packages. Or Sometimes there's there's parcels, because one oh. time when we moved, like, a radio move, um, my wife and I were moving from Peterborough, Ontario, out to BC, and it was cheaper than paying for... Um, a moving company. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was it was way less than a buck a pound. It was like twenty cents a pound. Okay. So then so that's why we, we moved. Basically, I shipped everything that was in boxes anyway right. on the Greyhound. Threw them on a Greyhound bus. Threw them on a Greyhound. I, I, didn't know I remember leaving them at the Greyhound at the, at the Greyhound station in yeah. Peterborough, Ontario, and it just all the way across the country to BC, and it showed up like two weeks later. Yeah, like honestly, it was <laughs> it was with like stickers from all the places it's seen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this thing had a bunch of stamps on its passport. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, exactly. how the hell did this thing end up in Santiago, Chile? As you know, uh, you know, I'm expecting a child in a couple of months. I think we're actually uh, single digits now. It's like nine weeks away uh, the, today. Beth told me that yesterday. Single guys, digits. Single digits. Celebrating. Are you get you're, no. You know, I, I feel that, and, and I have a friend like this. I feel that you are going to be the kind of parent that has a six-month birthday party for your kid. No. When you can. You're going to have no. a three-month. I don't know why you think this is what we mean. I do. I really don't. No. You, you thought I was going to have a gender reveal party and all that yeah, stuff? No. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's zero interest you know in why? any of that Because you had engagement photos. No, you had. Uh, did we, you, had we did have to do engagement photos. That you did correct. engagement yes, photos. Yes. You didn't do the pregnancy photos because no, COVID. We didn't. No, what? Because of COVID. Because yeah, I, didn't right. want, I didn't want to do pregnancy I photos. And I only did the engagement photos because Beth made me. Up against the belly being like, oh. <laughs> Oh, With my shirt off too, for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Comparing barrels. Uh, yeah, exactly. She's nine months pregnant. What's your excuse? <laughs> so I bring this up because obviously I've never been in the delivery room before, but I, I have a feeling that that's something that you don't really like to share with people. It's probably, there's a lot of stuff going on. I mean, you've been in there. There's a lot of stuff happening. It's not Dude. something that you probably want to think back to Just very often. wait. A little messy, maybe. A little, uh, there's some things you see in there's there. A lot that- of things. And then not to mention, if things go sideways, like my son, like he came out balls first. Like, <laughs> no, we went to the doctor. I swear, man, earlier in the day, um, we went to the doctor and Dr. Wei Bube was like, um, he's, he's got these big hands, like Rawlings baseball mitts, this guy. He's just... <laughs> And all the women that I worked with were like, hey, your wife's got to go to Dr. Wei Bube. He's got these great fingers oh, kind no. of thing. And I said, Jesus, like, she's yeah. never, you know, <laughs> she's going to be disappointed after Wei Bube. You know, yeah. but I, I, so Wei Bube goes in the, in the morning. He's like, um, yes, yes, the baby's head's down. Everything is good. Everything is good. And I'm like, oh, okay, good. I feel good about that. So now all of a sudden we're sitting around watching Shallow Howl and Chelsea's like, my, I think my water broke. And I'm like, oh, I'm always going to remember watching Shallow Howl as my son made his entry into the world. So <laughs> we go to the hospital and by the time we get into the delivery room, somehow 
my little guy Vaughn man is is flipped around. Oh, he, he was he was cry, like he was supposed to be head first, yeah. and he came out like kind of ass and balls first, and they were like, oh my gosh, like he's breech, right? And you're right. freaking out. Like my wife's, free, she's like, is he okay? Is he okay? And he's all blue, and he wasn't moving, and they're oh, like dangling geez. him by the See? leg, and yeah. oh dude, my heart dropped. Like I, I thought we were gonna lose him. Like you know, you're just all these things go through your head, and you're just like, oh my god, and you're kind of crying, and you're like excited, and. And then he and then I heard him crying, right? right? And, and I was relieved. like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "Give me that yeah, thing! Give yeah, me that no little kidding. guy!" And then yeah, see all of that. Like, I mean, there's so many. You get emotional just thinking. Well, about there's it. so many things involved with that, and leave it to, of course, you know, somebody on OnlyFans that has decided that she is going to live stream the birth of her child coming up in a few months. Oh. Now she has been making uh, a killing on on OnlyFans being a pregnant lady, and oh, you know, yeah. there's some people into that stuff. Some. So <laughs> so she's been making money doing that way. One guy said to her, "Would you would you consider you know sh- showing us the?" birth basically and he, he's going to pay up to fourteen thousand wow. dollars to watch this woman give birth Honestly. to her child in the hospital it's cheaper than having a kid of your own oh my god there's so much more involved even that comment though there's so much more involved like it's cheaper than having a kid of your own yeah but you get to so you get to experience the birth of somebody else yeah but he's, in, he's into it uh, yeah apparently well he's maybe he's not even into I, I don't know. I'm just thinking like, you know, there's something about the amniotic sac making a hell of a mess and the doctors and the screaming. And then think about all the nurses. Like I know when my son was coming out all messed up like that, all folded up like a pretzel. You know, they had, you know, he's coming out like a blue pretzel. Yeah. Uh, you know, all these nurses that were in there. I could see this guy's probably into that. He's like, oh, man. He's like, what if what if like all six of these nurses that are in the ER right now start kissing? You know, like what if this goes next level? It's Friday and we're going into the weekend. Um Man, and, and this weekend, be careful. I, I was seeing that uh, I'm in this Facebook group called the Sandy Hookers. Okay. So Community group sort of community thing? Community group. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Big community group. And yeah. apparently there's a bobcat that's been walking around the neighborhood. Whoa. A big one? Mm, medium. Bobcats aren't that big. They're not? No, not like a lynx. A lynx would be bigger, I think. So like, what are we talking? Like a parrot to something? <sighs> okay. Like um, what? bigger than a house cat, but smaller than uh, an American Eskimo. Maybe like the size of an American Eskimo dog. Yeah, gold, put it in terms a, of a Norwegian retriever. elk hound dog. Oh, geez, I don't know any of these, man. So, like half a golden retriever. Okay, thank you. Okay, so half a golden retriever, <laughs> cat form, opposable thumbs, okay. manx, like manxy type thing. Right. Like, manxy. You know, they got the pointy ears. You know, yes, Bob, Bobcat. Yes, I know what they look like. Did like. you I never go don't... to an interpretive center as a child? I think I did. But I don't think I were, like I didn't retain any of that information. Okay, well, you need to retain because <laughs> listen, pal. Like these things roam among us. Wow. Okay. And I've said before, there there have been coyotes spotted in the city. Oh, yeah. And, and I said before that I would gladly dummy a coyote. Yeah. I could fight a coyote. I, one coyote. I said I, not a pack. I, I said one coyote I, I would have, fight. I have called bullshit on that, that statement so many times. Dude. I, I don't think you could do it. I'm calling out any coyote listening right now. <laughs> Bring it. Especially if I've had a couple bush lattes. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm I'm ready. I'm puffed up. What would you rather take on, the coyote or the bobcat? Well, I see. I've never had a run in with a bobcat. See, cats scare me a little bit more than dogs. Why? You know, just well, cause they the claws like they're a little shiftier. You know, the bobcat. Like if if you if you follow any of of the feline um, genealogy, you know, you know, like cougars, for example. By the time that you see the cougar, it's already too late. They've oh, been following you. They've okay. been tracking you for a while. Right, like if you're if you're in the wild, you've been watching a lot of Animal Planet. No, eh? I just I know these things, man. I'm a nature guy. <laughs> I'm a nature guy, dude. David Suzuki is <laughs> like a third cousin. Yeah, 
He's got to be. I mean, he's got. I, I haven't. I don't have the family tree myself, but I believe that he is because yeah. I know a lot about nature. So listen, bobcat roaming around my neighborhood at Sandy Hook. Yeah. So I'm thinking like this weekend. You know, I'm I'm going up to the cabin later on today. I got a couple things to do, and I'm like, I'm gonna be on the. I'm gonna be on the lookout. Sure. But I'm thinking, you know, how big of an animal could you take on? Keeping in mind that, you know, it's not just booze running through your system and you're extra tough. Like, I'm talking fear. Mm -hmm. I'm talking uh, adrenaline fueling you to fight an animal. How big could you go? Do you, okay, so here, here, let me bring this one to you. Okay. Okay, and 762 just join the conversation here and call us 780-CITY-780-2484. How big of an animal do you think you could fight? The other day in Ottawa, I saw this story. Uh, a kangaroo got loose from some wildlife park. Okay. And it was running down the highway, and then it got hit by a car and died. But oh, geez. but what I'm saying is, a kangaroo comes up to you. Have you ever seen these videos of kangaroos boxing? Yes. Uh, yes. It's insane. They, they're... Yeah, really yeah. quick. I you know it's like a cartoon thing, too. Like the, the cart- But, man, kangaroos but would dummy you. They're kind of like the same... Like, they'd be the same height as you, would they not? Depends. Okay, okay so a wallaby, even a smaller one. Okay. Even, even like the, you know, half-ass right, kangaroo. Right. Even a joey, even like the one that goes in the pouch. <laughs> I, th- I think a kangaroo would jump kick you. I, I don't even yeah. think the punching you have to worry about because I think you could go toe to toe with a kangaroo. Like I think, you know, I could I could grab on, right, and, and feed a couple uppies <laughs> along the way and I could probably get the kangaroo. Yeah. But the jump kick that they could do with those huge ass feet. Oh, yeah, they're giant. Yeah, because if yeah. The, one of those kicked you in the nuts or something, like you're done. Like right. that's it. You're, you're tasting that. Right. What about, obviously, the, the, the big question, the bear, right? Because that's something yeah. that we've come encountered with before. That's at the top of the food chain, man. Like, would you take on a bear? <sighs> I've seen The Revenant. It did not work out well for Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio. Although, he did, he did win an Oscar. Yeah, that's true. Which, I guess it paid off. But he got his ass dummied by that grizzly bear. Good morning, City. Yeah, I could uh, take on, for sure, a big squirrel. <laughs> Maybe a large jackrabbit, you know. Um. They're fast. Well, yeah, okay. I know, you know, they're, they're deceptive. You ever watch Watership Down, man? Those guys will take you out. Why are you breathing so heavy? Are you running from a coyote right now? I'm, I'm walking two dogs. Oh. <laughs> and what about Every rabbit is after it. Well, they'll protect you. Well, I don't know if what they're going to do when they get the rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Powell, you have a great day. Thanks. Yeah, keep it good, boys. Thanks, man. Stay up, homie. Uh, random call. Like, we're talking about, uh, you know, you think you could fight an animal. Like, like if, if, if it was not even life or death, like just a straight, you know, squared circle, octagon type thing. Like if it was a boxing up. match. Yeah, like a setup. <laughs> okay. Okay, so, and this one keeps coming up. Okay, nine, texter 928 here. TJ, the coyote would crush you. I don't think so. I, I, I welcome it. I, I welcome the day that a coyote wants to step to this. I, I don't think you can take on a coyote. I really, I appreciate your, you know, your confidence. I really do. I well, admire it, but the, uh, the coyote is not, sorry, not okay. happening. So, uh, cobra chickens though, that's the one that oh, the, yeah. the Canada goose, but I told Did you, like I choked that. a Canada goose one time. <laughs> I don't like, I, dude, I don't like them. I ain't scared of them, especially not when I'm on the golf course. No. But no. you got a club, that's why. I know, but I have a club, but I've done it. I've, bare, I've barehanded a, a, a oh, cobra big, chicken, big, too. The big guy, I barehanded a cobra chicken. That's right. I've got these next, baby. Well, they're coming, they're coming to me. Exactly. You got to work your way up. You got to work your way up the animal pyramid. All right. You know what I'm saying? You don't start off fighting a grizzly bear. No. No, you work your way up. You, you like, you know, you, you scare off like a, a squirrel. 
right? You spook off a squirrel, and then and then you work your way up to like a Canada goose, and then coyotes like next on my hit list. Oh, okay. I'm fight a coyote. Yeah. It's gonna happen. But yeah, no, some great uh, text messages here at seven six two triple five. A kangaroo would end your life. Yeah, that's a good one. Now um, I read this online actually that um, this thing was called. I just saw this headline: "Rumble in the Jungle." And people are so stupid. This is from an American website, so like this is just insane. Sixty five percent of people thought that they could beat up a crocodile or an alligator. Okay, now that's just absurd. Well, uh, yeah, crocodile and alligator, man. Those things. Happy Gilmore, right? Remember yeah, he, Chubbs? Chubbs, yeah. But then uh, Adam Sandler gets in there and he he gets the ball back from the alligator. Yeah, but that's a movie, Turnbull. That's really yeah. A that's a movie. No, no that's a, that's. Oh. A, a I'm just saying the way that he did it. The way he did it. He he gave him a couple of elbows, right? He gave him a couple of shots, right, to the big snout. Okay, he's able to get it done. This is absurd. This is insane. Okay, winning a fight, and this is all like just talking like, you know, hand-to-hand combat or hand-to-paw combat or whatever. <laughs> somebody, this is insane that somebody published this. 74% of people think that they could fight a rhinoceros. No, no, like, stupid. Just, that is dumb. Like just one person fighting one or like person. a gang of people fighting a rhinoceros? No, not a, not, not deuce. You know, not, not <laughs> yeah. some, some classic Winnipeg street gang. No chance can one person take on no. a rhinoceros. Zero. No. Yeah, 70, but I can't believe three quarters of people think that they could take out a rhinoceros. Yeah, that was even higher than grizzly bear. Yeah, that's crazy to me. There's no way there's I must no be way. reading that wrong. There's no way that <laughs> there's no way that anybody in their right mind thinks that they're the thing becomes just like that's it. Charging towards you're done. You're done. It's, you're done. it's, it's finished. One horn. Boom. Yeah. Fini. Say, say two. Yeah, you're done. Okay, so coming up, hey, here's one for you. The way we scalpel Wolverines. You think you could take a Wolverine? I don't oh, think yeah. so. You could? Absolutely. Oh, come terrible. Let's take old fangs, pussy fangs. <laughs> nice, nice fangs. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, we have a $100 ticket for the Wayway Scalpel Wolverines Junior A Hockey Club. It's funny, actually, because when I played for the Wolverines, that's what other teams used to say. <laughs> nice fangs, you... Hey, good morning, City. I just tuned in, and I just heard, I think, uh, TJ referred to the Canadian goose as the uh, cobra chicken. Yeah, yes. cobra chickens, yeah. You know what? I just watched some dude on YouTube, uh, Ozman, doing a review from Australia about the Canada goose cobra chicken. Yeah. Did you see? Oh, did you see that? Is no, that I haven't that? seen it, but, dude, that, that term is, is a, as old as the Canada goose going south for the winter. Where did you get that term, cobra goose? Cobra chicken. Or cobra chicken. Dude, I, I'm telling you, it has been around for 100 years. Because this guy in Australia, I just watched it on YouTube. He's I know, hilarious. you said that. Good morning, City. Good morning. Uh, my neighbor and I came across a raccoon that had been trapped uh, by its tail in a barbed wire fence once upon a time. And it took two of us and welding gloves to oh, hold yeah. on to the raccoon. Uh, and we thought it was dead when we got to it. When, when it... <laughs> When it felt threatened, uh, it, it it was like next level. Yeah. <laughs> I would not mess with a trash panda, actually, because they, they could have rabies. That's one of the things that kind of scares me about rackins. Rakins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, you bet. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen uh, the Trailer Park Boys, Ricky and the Rakin? No, I haven't seen that. <laughs> oh, man. When he's like got the <laughs> Ricky, he's got uh, a raccoon problem. He keeps calling Rakins. 
Those things freak me out, man. Like they're up to no good all the time. Here's one for you. I had uh, an an interesting. Uh, okay, is it Encounter? an opossum or a possum? I think it's a possum. Possum, but it's possum. but it's spelled opossum. I think or okay. opossum, opossum or possum. <laughs> anyway. anyway, yeah. Um, cause this thing was getting into my garbage and I thought, it, I thought it was a bloody raking. Right. I'm thinking it's a trash pan. Yeah. Right. So I'm, I'm kind of just, I'm on the defensive here. So I talked to my buddy, Marty, my neighbor, and I'm like, Hey, Mark dog, you got that trap. He's like, yep. I've been trapping rakings for years. And I said, okay, give me that thing. So I heard a little squeal in the middle of the night and I went outside. I was, you know, I had to wake up pretty early and I went outside and man, this possum was in there. And I'll be honest, man, I I didn't want to mess with it. I was just going to let him live his life Why? in that thing. Because like it, it, teeth... looked, it looked threatening. Dude, his teeth, teeth were like a recip saw. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to mess with that. No. So he was going to do a home renovation on my finger. <laughs> any of those Nightcrawler, man. Yeah, anything that's nocturnal, you know? like, anything yeah. bats. That's, yeah, I'm not messing with those things. They're always up to no good. Oh, you no? know? Yeah. I don't like them. Animal encounters, animal fights. We can continue that. Um, yes, I'll fight this guy. Nine twenty eight. He keeps coming back, thinking I'm going to get dummied by <laughs> by a coyote. I'm, I'm with you. Nine twenty eight, man. No, there's no way. Texter nine two eight. Identify yourself. Tell us your name. I don't want to call you nine twenty eight anymore because I'm going back and forth with with a, a basically a number, an anonymous <laughs> phone number here. Dude, one coyote isn't scary. They're they're smaller than like a border collie. That's not scary to me. The, the opossum, different story. Like opossum is is like rabies. That's what I think about because that's why I don't want to get bit by one. Coyotes, like yeah, but coyotes can maul people, man. Who's a good boy? No, they're not. It's not like a who's dog. A good, it's not like it's a little puppy out, a, out back. Who's a good little coyote? Come here. Little, There's no chance. A little scratch under your chin. Come here, buddy, and they'll roll over and no. be submissive, and they'll just boom, yeah, no, pop them. No, no, it sees red. As soon as it sees you, it sees red, and it's oh, coming yeah. at you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's like everyone. Everyone sees my face, and they see red. That's the question that everyone's asking. 780 City, 780 2484. And by everybody, I mean us. This is part of uh, the big giveaway that the Wayways Capo Wolverines Junior A Hockey Club are doing. Yes. Big giant lottery. Yeah, rink to riches lottery, in fact. So we're going to give away one of these $100 tickets. Uh, there's also a 50-50 going on, though, $5 each. All that information can be at found at waywaycash.com. Your chance to get in to win $170,000. Man, I uh, so I had a little cup of coffee playing hockey out in Wayway, right? You did, yes. And I miss, right beside the arena, there was a KFC that was there. If you've ever driven from Rossburn through to Russell, maybe you stopped in at the KFC. Unfortunately, it's no longer there. It was... Uh, it was a giant teepee, actually. Okay. Yeah. And it was just like you would drive up and it was the world's smallest KFC. It was smaller than this studio, which is incredibly small. <laughs> yeah. The whole thing. But it had full menu? Or was it just one of those oh, express? You know, you know what? I'll be honest. I didn't really eat a lot of uh, KFC growing up, so I don't know the menu comparison from wow, a regular KFC. Yeah, no, it was like maybe once a year when my grandma would come to town. Right. She'd come in from Nipah and she wanted that fried chicken. Let's get the fancy china. Grandma's coming. Let's get the good stuff. Let's eat out of a bucket. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, 736 now, and our number is 780-CITY, 780-2484. First person is always a bit of a sucker here because you have to throw out a random guess. I've got a a big bag today, a big, big bag, and um, it's got an item in it, and if you can guess the item, we're going to set you up with this uh, this big lotto ticket. Okay, what's your name? Trevino. Hey, Trevino. Trev? Trev Dog. Yo, thank you. Yeah, thanks for calling City, man. Um, Okay, so... 
What's in the bag today? You threw me off of saying it's a big, big bag. So <laughs> I know, but the bag, remember, the bag never comes into play as far as the item. Like, I could have thrown a, a sunflower seed shell in there, which I didn't, but I'm saying, like, you know, sometimes I do that to throw you off. <laughs> Can I get at least a hint here, or am I just the one who gets Okay, okay, well, we'll get hockey a hint. related. It's hockey related, because everything yeah. this week has been hockey related. Everything is hockey related? Yeah. Um, is it uh, knee pads? Oh my God! No, it is. it's not. Yes, it no, is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Come on! Right out of the bag. Are you it is. Serious? Literally, Look it is. Look at those knee pads. There they are. Well, shin oh pads, but gosh. it's the same thing. Wow. I mean, wow. 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 Trev dog. Yeah. Holy hell! Right off the bat, that's never happened before. I'm <laughs> shot in the dark, and he gets it. Unbelievable. I just got goosebumps. <laughs> got goosebumps. What are you turned on right now? Man, I got a halfy just thinking about shin pads. I don't know what to tell you. Very excited. Um, oh, hey, listen, man. Well, good luck. If you win that uh, $100,000, I mean, shin pads for all. They're going to pay off college. Yeah, you, well, you and I can go to KFC together. We can buy Bucket of chicken. No, you'll be buying. Yeah, you're buying. You'd want $100,000 if you win this lottery uh, thing. Yeah, no, my, my clues were like used to be phone books, you know, rolled up. They smell awesome. There's nothing worse to put on in a back-to-back tournament. You know, like the oh, shin pads yeah. are the, oh. the soggy smell oh, and everything. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not That's great. what stinks in your bag. That and, and gloves. But shin pads, they're a sneaky stinker. A lot of people think it's uh, shoulder pads, but it's not. No, it's, it's, it's your no sweat. Come no, on. Because think about it. All the sweat runs from the top of your body down yeah. and gets trapped in your shin pads. That's just that, science. That, that is science and math. One of the greatest smells in the world is gasoline. I love oh, that smell, man. man. It's 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 a quality smell. As a guy who worked at Lindenwood Husky myself as uh, as a young lad, oh, um, yeah. I used to do the dips, and I, I never the dips the dips. So you take the big wood stick to measure how much gas is in the tank to know if you got to order more. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's how they do it. They don't just yeah. That's there's probably a new method now that you right. don't have, actually have to use an old wood stick covered in gas. Right. But my hands used to smell like gas oh, all the time, man. and honestly, it's no, it's you lucky man. No, <laughs> no, man, it's not. I it's guess like when you, you do it all the time, yeah, if you work there and you're you're smelling it all the time, I could see that. But man, there's something about it though, like pulling up to a gas station, your brain that smell. It's just it's a good smell. It's one of those smells. I think there's a lot of people that really enjoy that smell. Oh, for sure. I I actually one day my daughter commented that uh, mm. that the, the she's like. She's like, that actually smells good. I'm like, no, 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 yeah, but he kicked us into the street. This like SUVs like pulling in front of this other car to try yeah. to get to the gas first, and then they end up spitting at each other and like going at this man and this woman are like fighting in the gas station. Why like, hang out that lot. guy? Hey, he sounds like fun. He's he, just all there. He's a great chill. storyteller, really. Yeah, he's just <laughs> chill. He's like watching this big Donnybrook break yeah. out at the gas station. Man, it's it's mostly on the eastern seaboard right now, like uh, Virginia, North yes. Carolina, and stuff. And man, I saw these videos the other day of people filling up, um, just. 
tens of jerry cans, but then it went from jerry cans to jerry cans became unavailable. Right. So people started finding other devices. You know, okay, so you know how in Winnipeg we do that Slurpee Day at 7-Eleven? Yeah, bring your own cup. Yeah, bring your own cup. That's what people were doing at the gas station. The big Rubbermaid containers. People were taking those. Yeah, filling those things right up. Uh, To the point where I saw one that's gone viral. I mean, I'm sure you've seen it by now. We can throw it up online. Um, There was the the chick that that filled up like a, 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 honestly, it's it's a grocery bag. It's bad. And she's tying it off. Now, <laughs> I I, I want to say these are the same people that are like not getting the vaccine because they're worried about what's in the vaccine. Meanwhile, they're storing gasoline in a cupboard in their house next to craft dinner boxes. Like what? Safeway bags and Ziploc bags. I was uh, seeing. Yeah, like- so ice cream pail. Oh my ice cream God, pail. people. Yeah, filling their pockets. Like, oh man, they've been sniffing the gas too long. I think. <laughs> The Bone Phone on Winnipeg's Rock Station. 92.1 City. Hi, you guys do a great job. We just love you, too. Thanks. Oh, I love that lady. Listen to that. Hi, you guys do a great job. We just love you, too. Man. She's got a little, little emphasis on the great, too. Yeah. She's into it. Hey, by the way, um, somebody spotted you. Spotted me. Yeah, where were you? In the yesterday? wild. Where were you? Where was I yesterday? Where were you? Oh, at uh, Sergeant Sunday. Is that where it was? Oh. Uh, Is that where it was? Dave Turnbull sighting. Yeah, I threw up for a walk tonight with uh, my daughter and my son, and who do I see? Turnbull, right around Deer Lodge Hospital. Then again over the bridge <laughs> with his lovely wife. I was going to tell you what a good job you do every morning, sir. You always make me smile, but I wasn't sure if you were one of those psycho celebrities that would have uh, taken a swing at me if I was to... Uh, <laughs> Uh, recognize you in public. Yeah. In any case, nice seeing you, man. Hey, that's cool. No, next next time, man, I won't punch you too hard. No, you can reach out. You can say say what you want. Yeah, I'm just a normal guy going for a walk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, I was at uh, I was at Rona a couple weeks ago, uh, just checking out some appliances. And uh, remember that dude came up with the he's got the twin daughters that listen every morning. Yes, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Can't remember his name? Ah, I said his hi to him. Is, um, uh, really I nice. The, guy. I met them before too. Yeah, 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 yeah. really nice guy. No, exactly. And it was like, you know, hey, nice, you know, come yeah, on sure, up. Absolutely. Sure. I don't, I'm Say, just hey. a normal dude, man. For sure. Like, whatever. Yeah. Regular guy. That guy, that guy did say he spotted me twice. Like, was he following me, though? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Okay. Well, you to make sure that you got the hell out of the neighborhood. <laughs> DJ, did you not go to Calvin? Eli and Garfield graduated from Calvin. Good Ruff is from Calvin. And Turbo, I'm disgusted. I remember being in the cafeteria with those guys, and they used to have a DJ booth set up in the cafeteria at lunch. They'd play some tunes, do some rap. Eli's <laughs> awesome. Anyway, talk to you guys later. Good job. Thanks, man. Um, yeah, so we were talking uh, about the mood rough. Just like some Winnipeg-centric local dudes, you know, uh, Eli Spitz. Spitz. That's Because he's spitting rhymes. Yeah, I get it. Oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah, so they went to Kelvin. Yeah, no, the guy's saying, like, what, you didn't go to Kelvin? No, I I did, but they were a couple years older than me. Right. Like, I wasn't able to hang out at the DJ booth with the cool guys who were five years older than me. Also, why is he disgusted with me? What the hell did I do? Because you don't know who Mood Ruff is, (laughs) you pansy. (laughs) Dude, you were a lot older than I am. Mood Ruff was obviously around way before my time. Yeah, you were four when Mood (laughs) Ruff was knocking it out of the park. (laughs) Right, I forget about that. Yeah, I just pulled over on Portage Avenue. To grab all the twenties that are floating around. Thanks a lot, fake master. Who's that? Somebody lost a, a truckload of money? Fake master? I don't know. I just, I'm confused by that one. Me too. Clarify, please. 
Call the bone phone back, please, <laughs> bud. Appreciate you. So I'm I'm a CPR um, security officer with my company in governance in in the board governance. I'm listening to to a, another network, and and they're on the network talking about um, Kansas City and CN um, overthrowing North American Rail. And so I'm sitting here, you know, as a member of a CPR board, and I'm thinking, I didn't ask for any trouble this morning. You know, I really didn't. I'm like that too, man. Honestly, I wake up every day. I'm like, man, I don't want any trouble today. Is today the day I'm asking for trouble? No, no, not today. No, I'm going to ask tomorrow. a lot of things. I'm going to ask a lot of things. Trouble won't be on that list, though. No. <laughs> ask for forgiveness. <laughs> I'm going to ask for many Love. things. Yeah, I'm going to ask for a, Happiness. A, an extra large coffee. <laughs> for the price of a large. Yeah. I'm going to ask the guy to fill up my gas tank. Yeah. But not trouble. Not asking for no, trouble today. No, no. When, when I think Bob. of the things that I'm asking for in my day-to-day, trouble is usually towards the bottom of the... Yeah. Once in a while, I'll go asking for trouble. Well, sure. Yeah. Those days are one in a million, though. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> one, one out of every ten. Yeah. <laughs> what is the deal with these paper license plates? just seems... Stupid. Any rain, done. You get hit with heavy wind, done. Is there a shortage? Like, has anybody asked this question? Because I'm seeing a lot of them around, and it just seems stupid. I've actually seen a couple around, too, lately. Aren't they temporary plates? So they're temporary plates, yeah. So what would be the purpose? Like, why would you ever need the temporary plate? For a week? Um, like, you're buying a vehicle, maybe test driving it for the weekend? Okay. Um, I, you know what's funny? Like, in the States, um, like, you can drive around without a regular license plate in a lot of places. And I don't know why. You can drive around with like the, you know, as they say, it's like uh, Midtown Ford, something like that. You would just have a Midtown Ford license plate on your vehicle. Oh, well, that doesn't and seem then, right. And then when you get pulled over, then you have like your identification and the registration. And it's linked like up you, Yeah, whatever. it's linked yeah. up or yeah. whatever. But um, yeah, I, I know it's, it is bizarre to me. And I did see one of those paper plates yesterday. Yeah. Every time I, I hear p- the term paper plates, I think of Milt Stiegel. <laughs> paper plates. Yeah. Why does he do that? Paper plates, baby. I don't know. On every tweet, he hashtags the paper plates. Do you want me to call him and ask him? No. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. I can call him. <laughs> I'm good. Okay. You want to, like, text? Yeah, I got a bone to pick for those people in traffic that, you know, they kind of, they don't know how to let people in. They don't know what a signal is. You know, if you know if they could let people merge through life, you know, things wouldn't be such an emergency. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I heard that uh, you wanted someone to rap battle that, uh, I don't know what the heck, what's his, I don't even know what his name is. But anyways, if he wants to get a little, play some dominoes with a little bit of Dizzle in my Super Nintendo, I got Sega Genesis, and I'll see you in Christmas, because I, 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 I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm almost an Amish. I'm anonymously an Amish. The Bone Phone. Call 204-780-BONE. 780-2663. 921 City. Winnipeg's Rock Station. Moving in general kind of sucks. So our new uh, afternoon guy, and I say new, he's been here better part of a month now, but uh, Mark McKenzie, um, he came from, he's a Windsor, Detroit area guy, right? Okay. And just, uh, you know, he's, he's doing the, the whole moving thing. He's been staying up at the hotel, which uh, you think living in hotels is fun. Well, for a few days, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Right? Not, not for a month. I don't no. know if I'd enjoy that very much. Does he have like his own, like, like is it like a kitchenette and stuff? So it didn't, cook? no. Oh, so what's he been doing for food? Chewing his fingernails. Like just eating out the whole time? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that, yeah, I guess. Crushing a couple IPAs. <laughs> I, 
you know, I'm, I'm sure he's just filling out his, his daily carb load with Jeez. a couple of uh, the beers. I've been noticing that he's been getting a lot of uh, free beer. Oh, yeah. From local yeah. breweries. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I know. Nice. How have you been? You've been getting free beer? Nope. Yeah, Not exactly. While, yeah. I haven't either. Yeah. The hell's going on there? So uh, Mark is uh, moving today. It's moving day. He's getting a, a new condo. Oh, nice. In the village, which, um, you know, if you were to tell somebody from outside Winnipeg, say, hey, w- you know, somebody said, where where should I live mm-hmm. in the city? You know, I'm a single guy right now, you know, because his family's staying down east because his wife's a teacher. They won't be here for a bit. Single guy. Matt, is there a better place to to live than the village. I mean, obviously there's no action right now. Yeah. I feel like, uh, kind of the, uh, the, the, the mystique about the village, like it has died down over the years. I think you, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, yeah. the village was the place, right? But also 10 years ago, you were 10 years younger and everything seemed way cooler anyway. True. Right. True. Like, like now what, what do but you, I mean, even look at the village, like there's, there's, there's a lot of, uh, of like condos and apartments and stuff that aren't, you know, the same, right. That they've been changing different things. Sure. It's not, it's, I don't but feel like it's got new. the same sort of energy cachet that it used to have. Really? See, That's the, what I think. Well, so, so here's how I look at it right now. You, you think about the, the boomer generation and you think of neighborhoods that sort of border on Osborne village, river Heights, you know, even stretching over towards uh, Wolseley, even um, obviously the other side of the river. But um, if you're downsizing, right, you want to be central. Yep. yep you want to be able to sure. walk. You want a walkability score that is, you know, above 95. Mm-hmm. So what are you looking for? You're not, you're, yes, you're looking for restaurants, some restaurants and, and pubs and whatever, which are, there are still some. There are still the village, some. It's not as popular as it was though. Like, but but it's not crazy club scene lining up outside the toe, going to do karaoke and stuff like that. Like, no, that's not happening right now. But what I'm saying is if you're older and you're downsizing from your home, mm-hmm. right, you've got top dollar for your home now because the market's wild, right? So now you've got all the equity. If you even have a mortgage payment, um, now you've got all this money built up. Now you're buying a condo for under 200,000, roughly right. around that 200,000, 250 mark, even say, right? Um, you've got the Safeway. Mm-hmm. So you've got your groceries. You got mm-hmm. that right beside you. Mm-hmm. You've got... Your Starbucks, that's right there. Right there. You've got your liquor mart. Yeah. You've got your Shoppers Drug Mart to go get your meds. Mm-hmm. You've got your that's literally all all those places in the same parking lot, by the way. You've, yeah. You've got <laughs> your you've got Max. You've got the weed store, Delta Nine. Yeah. You've got uh, an A and W and and Subway if you want fast food, and then you've got all these other restaurants close by in close proximity, yeah, sure. walking distance. Yeah. Sure. There's not many other areas of town I think you could say the same thing for, right? As far as walkability, uh, walkability, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, no, and and that, and that's that's the big difference. That's why I always I, I push the village. I know we work down here every day, and and obviously when I get to work every day, we see different we see a different side of the village, a different village than you see. Yeah, yeah, than than most people see. Um, but as far as getting around the city, you're still so incredibly central, and it, and it's surprising to me that there aren't more unique businesses popping up. And I think in time, as sort of the boomers age out of their their big homes, their 2,000 square foot homes in River Heights or something like that, they're going to be searching for more uh, of that of that condo slash you okay. know, e- ease of access life. So, so then, then that's, what, that's what I'll say. The village, okay, so the village that you just described is a much different village than you would have described 10 years ago when it right. was younger people living here. And Rent it was, the was super that, cheap. Right, yeah, and it was all about the, you wanted to be close to the bars at night. You wanted to whatever, right? So yeah. maybe that generation of people, they don't want to come to the village anymore. Right, so they've versus, gone elsewhere. Exactly. But, but where but do now those people even go? Like guys my age, like where do I go? I mean, I still, in my head, want to come down to the village and go yep. line up at the toad and go get greasy at the cavern downstairs and stuff like that. Right. I want to, but it's just, it's not even a thing now, even if, 
And maybe it's because of just the, the neighborhood turnover. And this happens, gentrification. People have families. You know, the, the 20-somethings get their get their good job yeah, after yeah, college yeah, or whatever. Yeah. They, when they lived in the village, it was because it was cheap. Rent was five ninety five a month. And, and, and again, you're, you're clubbing with your buddies it on the weekends. It was a cool thing to do. Yeah. And, and, and then now you've got, you know, your, your big boy job kind of thing or whatever you, you want to call it. You don't live in the village anymore. <laughs> no, exactly. Because you're like, oh, I don't want to be tempted by the fruit of the cavern. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Because there's yeah. nothing that is more tempting yeah. than uh, a big old stink show downstairs. And I say that respectfully with a lot of love because, believe me, I'm, I'm the stinkiest. Like the zoo back in the day? Right. Are you kidding me? Turnbull would be lined up at that black and blue ball like, woo! <laughs> leather mask on. Zippers open! Hey! I haven't had to use that mask since it shut down. Yeah, I know, hey? <laughs> Good morning, city. Good morning, guys. Now you talk about the village. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, that, the village will, will always be the village. It'll be ebbs and flows. Yeah. Because like, in the early 90s, that's when I graduated 90, most of my friends moved to the village. Yeah. And then, you know, of course, you've got families and they move out. But I think people will be still drawn to the village. I, I agree. I, I always, it always will hold a spot for me. Not that I ever even really lived down necessarily well, I never in the did village. either. It's a fun place to be. Sure Absolutely. Is, yeah. There's there's nothing better than going to an after party after the toad at 3 a.m. in some random dumpy apartment that's yeah. like in a house yeah. with 10 other rooms, you know? Yep. Hey, question for you. Yeah. So uh, in the early 90s, like when you were hanging out in the village, there a lot of people had crabs. <laughs> Never got them. <laughs> That's it, eh? Never got him. Okay. Nope. All right, just checking. But you Take know people who guys. did. Hey, right. Glad you guys are back on. The Open Tech on 92.1 City. Winnipeg's Rock Station. For Prairie Summit Shop. Gear up for your summer adventure with clothing, footwear, or cap gear from the Prairie Summit Shop, Winnipeg. 762-555. Anytime we're talking about something, we would love you to be a part of the conversation and join us on the text line. Um, <laughs> this is good. We're talking about to Osborne Village and just how uh, the area is always, it's always going to hold a spot in most of our hearts. Like if you grew up anywhere or at any time period coming to the village, whether it's Canada Day, maybe you had the best yep. time of your life. Yep. You yep. know, like like truly, I had some of the best, best days of my life hanging out in this neighborhood. Bit of a rite of passage coming to Osborne Village. Like when you turn yeah. 18, you can go to the bars and stuff. Osborne was one of the places you wanted to hit up. I remember walking into 92 City FM back in 2005 with a demo tape in hand, and it took all my courage, and I sacked up, and I walked through the doors. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh, a demo tape for radio. Oh, my God. Yeah. I oh, well, like a like, band? Yeah. Like my rap tape? Yes, that's what I thought. Why would you, you think gonna... that? <laughs> I don't know. I just heard demo tape, and you know, you're like just a local guy who wants to be on the radio with his band. Yeah, people do do that, like all the time. <laughs> I know. That's yeah. what I thought. Okay, no, you meant radio. No, gotcha. I, yeah, I did. And, I, and then, and then, uh, and then now, yeah, no, like, I've had a lot of things in this village. A lot of things happen. Sure. You know those bushes? Like, right back over. Never mind. I'm not even... <laughs> Um, happy 60th birthday to Sherry Lashinsky. Sherry. Happy birthday, Sherry. You cougar. You rocket. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Sherry. Sherry. Hey, Transit Brian texted and said, what Chris Dingman jersey should I get? Wheat Kings or Tampa Bay? Gotta be the Wheaties. Gotta be the Wheaties. Uh, Chris Dingman, yeah, he played for the Wheat Kings when they were really good in the mid-90s. Brandon mm. Wheat Kings, Wade Redden, Nat Domichelli, Peter Schaefer. A lot of pims on that guy's resume. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he didn't really do much else out there. No. <laughs> hey, his junior career is pretty good. He's put up a few. Sure, yeah, but put, put junior. He was, he was also a man playing against boys. Fair. Which is why he became a first-rounder of the Calgary Flames, as you may recall. You guys are crazy, man. Can you play CCR's Fort, Foreskin Son? <laughs> 
I think he meant fortunate son. I was Probably just reading meant fortunate it. son. As if his phone auto-corrected to that. <laughs> what are you typing in your phone, bro? Play CCR foreskin son? You better make... You're lucky that it was just us that you're texting. Not your boss. Oh, okay, talking about the village here. I call BS. I live in Westwood and can walk to Sobeys and Shoppers and the banks and whatever I no, want with no druggies same. and panhandlers. That's no, not, not the same. No, this is called urban living. Yeah. You're, you're living in one of the most densely populated neighborhoods in Canada, yeah. actually. You can't really compare Osborne to any area that's like on Portage Avenue. No. You know what I mean? No, I live in uh, like Deer Lodge right now. Sure. And and that neighborhood is not like that. Like the walkability, it's fine if you want to go to Assiniboine Park or Sergeant Sunday, but going to a grocery store, you ain't can't walking it. it. No. I'm not walking to Family Foods. Actually, no. I ain't going to Family Foods. I'm going to Food Fair. There you go. Big Food Fair guy. <laughs> food Fair. San Vito Coffee House. Jordy. I don't know if he still listens. He's oh, mad at I'm me. I'm sure he does. Why is he mad at you? I don't know if he's mad at me, but I asked him. I went in for a coffee, and uh, he was... He was warming up because he's the guy, if you, you've seen his videos probably on social media... He, uh, he he rewrites the lyrics of Classic songs, rock songs and stuff about Winnipeg and about his restaurant. San Vito stuff, Coffee right? House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, exactly. I was like, oh, you're warming up for a video? And he was like, I sure am. <laughs> and then that was it. He wasn't like, he was in the zone. I just, yeah. I don't know. I, I get that feeling sometimes, though, that people are mad at me. Because you talk even to them. Yeah, I talk That's to them. Yeah. Must be that. <laughs> Does anybody like goodie rings? Goodie rings? Yeah. What is a goodie ring? Oh, um, like a dad's cookie, like dad's oh, cookies, the, the, goodie the, rings. The, the, yeah, sure. I don't know if that's what they, they were called. Coconut? I think no, they're the soft ones though, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I love those ones. Way better than the other ones. Easy on your dentures, eh, bud? Oh, big time. <laughs> <laughs> Tell ya. Whoa, getting some heat here. Um, do you wear socks with or without sandals? <laughs> no, do you wear sandals with socks or without? That's the question. Right. <laughs> No, but I definitely it's because the other way around doesn't make sense. Why? I wear socks. <laughs> I hope so. With sandals. The answer is no. I put the socks on first, so why wouldn't I be wearing socks and sandals? It's not sandals and socks. Nobody no, puts the sandals on first. Asking if you wear sandals with socks or without socks, not if right. you wear socks with sandals or without sandals. Okay, fox on socks and <laughs> rocks on box. Relax, Doctor Seuss. Stop tricking me here with your crazy tongue twisters this morning, okay? Hey, local guy, Jeff Strom, having a birthday today. Stromer. Stromy. Happy Legend. birthday, bud. How old? Uh, he'd be my age, 37. All right. Yeah, Stromy. Great athlete. His brother, Andrew Strom, actually works uh, with the Jets. Ah, uh, yes. He's I with Andrew the uh, Alumni Association, Alumni. maybe. Yeah. I ran into him at uh, Winnipeg Square a little while back. Man, he was a good hockey player, too. Anders? Yeah, he had a full ride, I think, to UMass Lowell, like University of Massachusetts. And then what? Well, then he... Uh, I think he played pro for a couple of years, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, but he was good. No, Stromy played for U of M, the Bisons. When they won that uh, Vanier, I think in 07, hmm. he was like the dude. Yeah. Hey, man, who doesn't know their Canadian college football players? <laughs> Me? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, by the way... Uh, Good luck to you if you're going to get your uh, your vaccination this weekend. Uh, look after yourselves and uh, be safe. You know we're uh, we're both on the the team. Uh, we've been vaxxed. Team one shot. T- uh, no. Yeah. Team one shot. Oh yeah, we have one shot. Yeah. We still need a second though. It's not like we got the one. In- oh, we're not team one and done. I'm we're sorry. We're not one and done. We're, right, one, we're dose. Team one, team one, one dose. We're team one dose. Yeah. Team OD. Team one dose. Yeah, oh team wait. One- <laughs>
<laughs> I don't want to be on Team OD. No, I just I just want a regular dose. Just one, one dose. Uh, yeah, and and thanks to everybody who's who's working these uh, super sites and whatever else yeah. pop ups. Man, I appreciate you. Keep it up, because that was it's that was well. that was cool. Nice I mean, it was just yeah, it was you know for for how crappy this whole thing's been. There are people, and that's why I think it's just such a it's a respect thing, right? Like it's just totally these people have put in hours and hours of their own time, and some volunteers, some obviously doing their job, but you know extra hours and stuff, and and for people to just try and blatantly. Uh, say F you to the rules and stuff is kind of a big slap to all these people who are actually um, giving up time from their families and stuff. So yeah. I just want to let those people know that I that I do appreciate it. We appreciate them. you. And, you know, my arm is a little uh, it's a little stiff. I'm going golfing today. But oh, that'll cure everything. You think? That, sure. That and about 15 bush lattes. Absolutely. Maybe I, no, maybe I'm going to get some uh, original 16s, actually. Whoa, treat yourself, yeah, yeah. girl. No, I am. I'm going <laughs> to. Yeah. Well, it is Friday, and uh, we like to. Play the Friday song oh, for you. Man, uh, it feels good it doesn't get any better. Honestly. Man, I gotta say, my arms a little sore from the shot, but my arms are always so my body's sore. I'm an aging guy. Yeah, you're just old. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm falling apart. Yeah. That's a, a chili dog. Oh yeah. Oh, so good. Doesn't get any better. Wrapping up the week. Have a great one. Arena TJ and Turnbow will be back on Monday on Winnipeg's Rock Station, 921 City.